It's a privilege to stand here today before you that I can share the word of God with you today. I want to thank God for what he has done for this day, for how far he has brought me, for his grace. Amen. I want to thank the leadership of this church, of this great church, for giving me this opportunity also as well to share the word of God. The leadership our pastor John Ango and his beautiful wife, Mrs. Grace Konyango. I also want to thank the Dean of the Bible Academy, our professor, Elder Uso Asari. The people I named there or that mentioned, they are all not here, but I believe they are with us in spirit. Amen. Amen. And also you for being here, all the workers of the church for working so hard. God bless you for being here today. Turn to your neighbor and say, God bless you that you are here today. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this wonderful day that you have made. I thank you, Lord, that you are here and that your presence is here. Your Holy Spirit is here, Lord Jesus. So Holy Spirit, take control. Holy Spirit, take the lead. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For the month of July, we are embarking on the team the body of Christ. Can we all say it? The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. And it's taken from Romans 12, verse 4 to 5, from the New King James Version, and Acts chapter 2, verse 47, from the Amplified Version. So I would like the Bible readers to help us with these two verses. Romans, Romans 12, 4 to 5. Romans chapter 12, verse 4 to 5. I read in Jesus' name. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Amen. And Acts chapter 2, verse 47. Acts chapter 2, verse 47, I read from the AMPC version. Constantly praising God and being in favor and goodwill with all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number. Daily, those who are being saved from spiritual death. Amen. Amen. God bless you. So in the first verse that we read from Romans 12, 4 to 5, it says, for us, we have many members in one body. Let's focus on that a bit first. Let's focus on the many members in one body. Who are the members? Who are these members that the word of God is talking about? The members are the body of Christ. You and I are the body of Christ. So we are the members. We are the believers. We are the members of this church and of the body of Christ. Amen. And what is, what is it to be part of a member? To be a member means that you belong to a particular thing, a group, or a society. You can name it all. And we belong to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. It's like when you go to a shop, they attract customers to become members by offering discounts and promotions, right? For example, they will say, if you, you will get 10% off of your first purchase, and you will, if you become a member, it's, it's, free, it's free entrance. Like you will have free membership. Do we understand it? Are you following me? Yes. And well, this all, the, the reason behind this is to take your money. That's all. 
They just want to take your money. But when you become a member of his body, of Christ Jesus, what do you receive? You receive eternal life. That's what you receive. You receive life in abundance, not a 10% discount code or a membership card to purchase an expensive shoe that you won't even wear next year. No, you receive eternal life and it's everlasting. It's something that will be there forever. Amen. So God gives us his best. He gave his son. For John um, 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. So you've accepted him. When you've accepted him, you receive all that he has for you. You have accepted the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that, that all is one. All this is in you. To have the best means that you have the full package. It signifies that you belong to God. And when you belong to Jesus, you inherit all the good things he has for you. Because we are adopted to sonship. Jesus has chosen you. Amen. Let us read Acts chapter 1, verse 8 from the New King James Version, please. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I read from the Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I read from the New King James Version. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and all Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Amen. In the verse it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So who shall receive? We, we the body of Christ, we the believers shall receive the power. Amen. And the you didn't come with any requirements. Do you have to come with the highest degree? No, you don't. It's good to have a degree. But this is not the way to receive the, the power of the Holy Spirit. Did it say you have to come with the most expensive clothes? No, you just come as yourself. Amen. That's why here we accept everyone. Amen. You just come Amen. as yourself. Because that's what God wants. That's how he can work with you. Yes. When you come as yourself, you don't have to come perfect. You just come as who you are. You just come as Eliona. You just come as Elder Junior. You just come as Dickness Blessing. You just come as Sister Wendy. You just come as yourself. Amen. So let us understand that you don't have to be the picture perfect. You just come as yourself. Amen. So the moment you receive power, you receive the boldness to preach the word of God and to make maximum impact, to heal people of their sicknesses, to cast out demons, to win souls for Christ. You don't doubt in your mouth to speak up. You don't doubt in your mind to speak about Christ. In fact, Christ is already seen in you the moment you step in the room. You enlighten the room. You enlighten the building. Amen. Because the light that is in you is greater than the darkness that is in the world. Because in John 1 verse 1 to 5 it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Amen. So darkness cannot take over you. It just can't. It can't. You are the light. Your light is too big. It's
it's too big. It shines too much for darkness to take over Amen. it. So the Holy Spirit is in us. And he anoints us. He empowers us to help and to guide you in every aspect in your life. And as we belong to God, everything that you have also belongs to him. It's not yours, it's his. God wants to be involved in your life. He wants you to take him each and every day with him. He wants you to talk to him. You, you wake up, you start with him, and you also end with him. Amen. Amen. God wants you to become like his son, like Jesus, through the help of the Holy Spirit. So as a body of Christ... What we say we are and what comes out of us should align with the one who lives in us. It should align with his word. Christ being revealed to us means that we reveal Christ to the world. That they should be like Christ and we are like Christ. It's so simple. We are in the world but we are not from the world. We are seated with God in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Therefore, we operate in the heavens and on the earth as we have le we learned last Friday by, by Bible Academy. We operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. We follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit. And he gives us the power to live a life of victory. Amen. So we resist our body, our flesh, and we feed our spirit man with the word of God. As the Bible says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing will and perfect will. So you often see quotes like, actions speak louder, right? Actions speak louder than words. Or another quote says, sometimes it's what you don't say or do that sends the loudest message. We've all heard that, right? We've all seen that coming on social media. So imagine if we, the church, the body of Christ, the church, if we never speak about Jesus to unbelievers. How does that look like? What does that reflect to others? What does that say about us? What message are we sending? You've received power of the Holy Spirit to be witnesses and to tell others about Jesus, to go to all the world and to tell about Jesus, to share his love, to spread the love of God and to share the grace of, of Jesus. Our message is Jesus, his crucifixion, his burial, his resurrection and his ascension. It's all about Jesus here. So we share the gospel. So let our actions speak louder than our words it's good to speak about jesus but it's better if people see it Amen. because that's how that's how we win souls Amen. for christ and the word of god says that we shall be witnesses in jerusalem in all judea samaria and even yes. to the ends of yes. the earth yes. so we too we shall be witnesses in amsterdam yes. in rotterdam and in nijmegen everywhere we go yes. we shall be witnesses of christ and we will make maximum impact so let us read 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 to 26. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 26. I read in Jesus' name. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free. And have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. 
Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole body would hear, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now, indeed, there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. So we've understood that the body is a unit, but it's made of many parts. And all those parts, it needs each other. It needs each other. And that's what makes the body one and able to perform. So we have five fingers, right? Or you don't have five fingers. We all have five fingers. We have that. And those five fingers, it all connects back to the center of the body. We have two legs, right? We have two legs. It goes from here, it goes from here. And it connects back to the center of the body. It becomes one. We have two eyes, two ears. And the eyes, it comes in the middle. The ears, it comes here to the middle. And becomes one, right? You have two feet. And it comes through the legs, back to the body. And it becomes one. All the parts of the body, it depends on each other. And it makes it one. For the body needs to work, the body needs all the organs, all the legs, all, all the, the arms, all the fingers to become one. And that's how it is with the church. For it says we were baptized into one body and have been made to drink into one spirit. Through the spirit we are one. No one is more important than the other. Because when one organ stops working in the body, it affects the whole body. When one part is missing, all the parts feel it. They feel it. They feel that something is missing. And, or when you have pain somewhere, your whole body feels it. It can, can be something small, but still you will feel everything. You will feel the pain. But also, there are also unseen parts of the bodies, which consist of our intestines, kidney, liver, lungs. We can all attest to it that we don't see our lungs. But if these are to stop functioning, then it will be a, a big danger for us. Often at times you only think the people who stand on the pulpit, the people who sing, the people, the leaders of the church, that they are only responsible to do the work of God. But that's not true. We all have a part to play in the body of Christ. The workers who come to clean before we start the service. The, the, the team that's does the seating arrangement. Even the one who buys a cake for the birthday celebration. They all matter because when, that, when someone stops buying cake, you will notice it. You won't have cake to eat. Will you like it? You won't. You won't. So all, even though we don't see that with our physical eyes, 
we see because it behind it happens behind the scenes it's still very important and it still matters so we can't come to church and say there's nothing for you to do in the in, in church everyone can do something in the house of God it may be small but it's still very important we have to see you you yes, can't be doing yes, nothing yes, in church yes yes you it, it's not possible you can't be in this church and don't do anything. We all have our talents. We all have things that God has placed in us. So let us see it because we are the body of Christ. We are one. And it can't be that just a, a, a few group is doing something. You too, you have something to, to help the church. You too, you can win a soul. And you too, you can also stand here and speak the word of God. We are all preachers. We are all we all heal. We all heal the sick. We all cast out demons. God has given us the power. So let us come to that realization that it's not just a few people, but it's everyone. We are all part. Amen. So everyone has been to a wedding before, right? And the bride is always looking beautiful and she's shining. And makeup is on fleek. Her hair is on fleek. Everything. She has to be perfect, right? She may, and the, before the wedding, there, there's a preparation. She makes sure that the makeup artist is booked, that the, the, the event planner is, is, is aware of the wedding, that everything is in control just for one day, that everything will go perfect, right? So me, myself, I'm also, I'm a... I'm a bridal hair artist. I do hair. So I see what is going on when the bride is preparing to go to the altar. And imagine if something goes wrong. Imagine if something goes Imagine, for example, the makeup artist doesn't show up. That, that would be really bad. No one wants that on their wedding day. You want everything to go perfect. Everyone will feel the stress of the bride. The bridesmaids will feel it. The family of the bride will feel it. Even the groomsmen that are somewhere else will feel it. So every, everything, every part of it in preparation to that beautiful moment that, they are, that she's going to marry, it's important. It may be, it may, you may think that, oh, this person, when the person is not there, it's, it won't be a problem. But it will. You will feel it. You will, you will feel that something is wrong. And you want it to be a perfect day. You want the bride to be perfect, without wrinkle, spotless, holy. That's how you want the bride to be presented to, his, to her husband. She should be clean. And you don't want her to be, have no makeup or her hair is not nice. You don't want that. So that's how the body of Christ should be. Presented to the Lord without wrinkle, holy, spotless, in oneness, strong, have faith in Christ. That's how it should be. We should be perfect with the help of the Holy Spirit, not on your own strength. Amen. So we just spoke about the body. So we should understand who Christ is. When we think of Christ, we also think of his love, his kindness, his faithfulness. So those are the things that should be seen in us because we want to be like Christ. We imitate Christ. Christ is in us, so Christ should be seen in us. Christ is revealed to us, so Christ should be revealed to other people. So Jesus is love, right? 
His love is unconditional. His love goes so deep. His love is always there. It's so warm. And when you come to him, you feel at peace. Because he's our prince of peace. When he, when he comes into your life, everything becomes peaceful. Even when things don't seem right. It becomes peaceful because you put your trust in God. You put your hope in God. So it's important that even we as a body of Christ, we are peaceful to each other. You can't be so all over the place and it's, it's not helping anyone. Be the peace. Be the peace to the world. Be the light of the world. And be faithful. Be faithful in serving because we do not serve for ourselves. We do everything as if you're doing it for the Lord. Amen. Be kind because Jesus is kind. Jesus is kind. Jesus is his kindness. Is, it's always there. He's always kind. And it's hard to be kind sometimes when some people just want to disturb you. But still look unto Jesus because we don't, that's where we look on. You don't look down, but you look ahead. You look ahead. You look unto Jesus, our author and finisher of our faith. And that is what's going to help you to, to stay strong. God showed his, the, his love to us in the biggest form by giving his son to the world. And we have received Jesus. We have Jesus. And it's now for us to also tell others about Jesus, to go out there and to spread his love. That's all we have, what we have to do. We can't keep Jesus for ourselves. We can't keep, be sitting on the gospel. No, the gospel is not only for you. Share the, the gospel. Share the word. Share the, even if it's just a, a Bible verse you will share. It's already, it's already making impact. Impact shouldn't be per se, you go to a whole country and you live there and you go on the street. It's good to do that. But there are also small steps to take to make impact. So all I want to say is, as the body of Christ, we are one. We stay in unity. We stay in oneness. We are not divided. Because when we are divided, how the Amos 3 verse 3 says, how can two walk together unless they agree? You have to be agreed. We, we can't, someone else can say we do this and the other says we do this. You will be stagnant. You will stay at one place and you won't grow. We want growth. We want to move. We want to reach our goal, which is going to the world, which is sh sharing the word of God, which is winning souls for Christ because everyone has to hear this good news. So we are one. Many members, but one. Many members in one body, but one. If you look at this church, so many nationalities, so many cultures, so many people, but still we are one. When you think about it too long, it, it's a bit weird. But that's, Christ is, you can't explain Christ. It is what it is. The message is Christ, and Christ is all we do. Christ is all we, we, we wake up, we do Christ. Everything is Christ. Even in your workplace, it's about Christ. Show Christ. Let people see what's inside of you. That is what matters, what inside of you. So make sure that your heart is clean, that you are pure from the inside. Amen. Shall we all be on our feet? us to pray 
as I already mentioned, how can two walk together except they agree? As the body of Christ, we have to cooperate. We have to agree, agree and we have to realign. This is what God expects from us. During our Pentecost week, we understood that disciples were in the same place in one accord. And that's when the Holy Spirit filled them. So that shows how powerful unity is. Let's pray for unity. Let's open our mouth, mouth and pray that there will be unity in this church. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, Father, we thank you that your spirit has baptized us into Jesus Christ. And that we are one, oh Lord, Father. And indeed, it is one body, many members, oh Lord, Father. So, Lord, Father, we thank you for our unity in Christ Jesus.